is the Today's Word podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for July 25th, 2018. July 25th is an important day for me. Today's my birthday. So before I get into the word, I just want to say that I thank God for another year. You should thank God for every day, for every year. Never take anything for granted. Thank God for everything. Even when you don't ask him for anything, thank him for everything. Live every day with an attitude of gratitude and you will enjoy the life that God has given you. You will become the man, the woman that God has called you to be and you will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful every day, but I'm definitely thankful today because it's my birthday. All right. So let's get into the word. So I've been teaching a series entitled expecting the word to work where you live every day with an expectation of the word let me get into it this morning this is part 28 the title is don't let money derail you what you don't want to do is you're living your life on the path you're going down the path to your destiny you don't want to be derailed from your destiny in the pursuit of money so this is what jesus said we're learning from the parable of the sower and uh we're studying now the third type of ground which is the thorny ground or thorny weeds jesus said this Others are like seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. Now, these people, they hear the teaching. However, their lives become full of other things. What other things, Jesus? Well, the cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want. And these other things are like weeds that grow up in their heart, and it keeps the word from working, and the word doesn't produce a harvest. It doesn't produce a crop in their lives, and there was nothing really wrong with the word. There was really something wrong with the soil. The soil is the condition of your heart. So if you're pursuing the wrong stuff, then even the word that you receive, we can all be in the same place. And the, the gospel be preached, Hebrews 4 says, unto us as well as unto them, but it will not profit them if it's not mixed with faith in them that heard it. So you can be in the same place at the same time, hear the same word from God and, and, and your neighbor get blessed and you not get blessed because it comes down to the condition of your heart. You want to live every day with your heart bent towards God with a, with an attitude of gratitude where you are open to, to do whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do. And when you receive a word from God, you expect that that word is going to work in your life and you live every day with expectation of manifestation and you will not be derailed by the pursuit of lower things like money. That's crazy. So, so we already learned from 1 Timothy 6 and 10 that, it, that money is not evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. And later on in, in 1 Timothy, in this letter from Paul to his son, Timothy, I want to read something else that he said. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, uh, verses 17 through 19, the apostle Paul said this, command those who are rich in this present world, right? So there are people who are going to be wealthy, with stuff down here in this present world. God doesn't say, well, that's bad. He's just saying, this is what you do with that. Command them not to be arrogant, not to put their hope or their confidence in their money, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope and their confidence in God. Watch this, who richly provides us all things for our enjoyment. He says, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous and always willing to share. In this, they will lay up for themselves treasure in heaven and they will lay hold of a life that is truly life. So he's saying, listen, you, those that, that got, I have blessed to have significant wealth, then what you do, they need to be rich in good deeds. You need to be always willing to give to every good and charitable work. You want to fund kingdom projects all over the world. God is saying, not saying money is bad. He's just saying this is what you do and never allow yourself to cross over into pride or arrogance. Never put your hope or your confidence in money. You don't want to be derailed by money. You want money to be a tool that you use down the road to your destiny so that you can leave the mark in this world that you were born to leave. So what does this mean to you today on my birthday? I have four things to share with you 
this morning. You ready? Here we go. Number one, the point of this parable is to focus on the power of the word. Remember, the whole parable is about the word of God. The seed is the word of God. So the seed sown into our hearts in the parable is the word. And the word sown into your heart, once it's there, once it's there, it has the power to produce. And that's what Jesus wanted. He wanted his word to produce a harvest in our lives, with our lives, through our lives. And then in this parable with this third type of ground, this, this thorny ground, Jesus is actually just teaching us not to get distracted. Don't get distracted by the cares of this world, the love of money and other selfish desires. Money and the pursuit of it can become a major distractor to people. People get so distracted chasing money that they, they run the risk of derailing themselves from their destiny. So what you don't want to do is chase money. You want to chase purpose. You want to chase your destiny. And if you do, watch this. If you're pursuing your purpose and not chasing money, then your purpose will attract all the money that you need to accomplish what God sent you to the earth to accomplish. Your purpose, your destiny will attract everything you need. All the people that you need will come to you. The favor of God will go before you. God will raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and even their money to help you in ways that you can't help yourself. But it's all down, it's, it's being attracted to your purpose. It's being attracted to the destiny that God placed in you from the foundations of the world. So you're not focused on stuff, you're focused on God and what he sent you to this planet to do. And if you do that, Everything you need, it was like, it's like your, your, your purpose will attract it. And then you will, yes, you will have everything you need in the process, but your focus is not on the need. Your focus is on the purpose. Number two, the apostle Paul gave clear instructions to his son uh, and to, to, to son who was a pastor, Timothy, to tell people, this is what you teach people, those that have earthly wealth. He, this is what he said. Okay, here's a couple of things. Number one, you got to remain humble. He said, he said, it's like earthly Wealth is almost like it fuels arrogance, unfortunately. So, so if people have uh, um, means, they got to remain humble. Do not allow the fact that you have more than you need to cause you to cross over into arrogance. If you remain humble, God can use you to do great things. A person that has wealth, that has money, and that is submitted to God can do a whole lot of good for the kingdom. I'm talking about somebody that's submitted. We need Christian billionaires. I mean, and, and, and thankfully... You know, uh, God has connected me. I know one. I pray for him all the time. So we need people that are ready to fund kingdom projects all over the world. And so you just got to remain humble, remain submitted to God, be ready to do whatever God tells you to do with the money that he placed in your hands. Next thing, never put your hope. This is what Paul was teaching. Never put your hope, never put your confidence in money. The Bible is not against us having money. Actually, if you read it, the Bible's okay with it. God wants us to have it, but he's definitely against us putting our confidence in it. Going back to this parable, going back to the sower. Listen, the sower is sowing the seed down in our hearts. And in the case of this ground, there is an unnatural lust for money. And, and this unnatural lust for money is actually cutting out the power of the word. It is canceling out the word. It is choking out the word. And, and it is critical that we understand this. The word of God is, has the power to produce everything that God is saying in the word. But if we get distracted, and we start chasing after stuff, especially chasing after money, we can, we can wind up derailing ourselves and we're going we're gonna to miss out on God's best. And it won't be God's fault. It will all be our fault. The last thing Paul said that I highlight here in this second point is to acknowledge the fact that earthly riches are uncertain. The Bible calls them uncertain riches. If you trust in money instead of trusting in God, one day you're going to wake up and realize just how uncertain that stuff can be. It can be here today. 
and gone today for not even tomorrow. It could be here today and gone today. Just like that, things can change. Fortunes can change. What you want to do is keep your confidence in God because God does not change. Number three uh, uh, is here's a big one. And this is this is one I kind of dealt with this already uh, yesterday, but I want to kind of flow in this vein. Look at me for a minute. Just so you know this, the Bible says it's okay for you to enjoy things. The Bible says that God gives us all things richly for our enjoyment. It's okay. He provides, God provides us things for our enjoyment. I know, I know, I know that some people have a problem with this, right? It's like, oh, well, God, I just going to ask God for what I need. Like if I don't need it, no, I'm not going to ask. God. Listen, God gives us all things even for our enjoyment. It's okay. God doesn't want us to just make it to heaven and then be bitter the whole time. God wants you to make it to heaven and enjoy the ride. I mean, God wants you to live an amazing life while you're here on the earth. So it's okay. It's okay for you to actually enjoy some stuff. It's okay for you to enjoy what God puts in your hand. Let me go back to Ecclesiastes. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5, remember what Solomon said? He says, if God gives some people wealth, uh-oh, property, and the power to enjoy those things, then they should enjoy them. If God gave it to them, then let them have fun with it. Let them enjoy it. They should accept the things that they have. Uh, and they got to know that this is a gift from God. If God has given you some stuff, then enjoy it. You, right now is the summer. If you're going to go out with your family, go have fun. Y'all go on vacation. Get on a jet ski. You know, go to the beach. Lay down. Jump in the pool. My God, have some fun. Enjoy life. Well, if you're going to be a Christian and just a bitter Christian, I mean, just nagging everybody, then you're never going to draw people to the kingdom. The, remember, the people that we're trying to reach, reach are not spiritual. They need to see something in you that they don't have. If all they see in you is problems, they will never come to you and they will never ask you about your God because they already have problems. But they need, see, they need to see something. They need to see you with a spring in your step, with a smile on your face, with a song in your heart. And it's okay to enjoy the life that God has given us. Just don't love the stuff. Remember, don't love your car. You enjoy the car. Don't love your house. You enjoy the house. And then finally, number four, last thing. Look at me. Last point. Keep the emphasis on God, on his word and on your purpose, your divine assignment. And this is really what this parable is all about. This is really what it all boils down to. In this parable, Jesus wants to keep the emphasis on the seed, on the word of God. When God gives you a word, God wants you to, to believe it. When God gives you a word, he wants you to live your life in anticipation of it. Anticipation is the fuel for your faith. And we're called to live by faith. We're called to live by faith in everything God says to us. So faith believes what God said. Your anticipation enables you to live every day with an expectation of manifestation. And this is the point of this series. The title of the series is expecting the word to work. You, God wants us to live every day expecting the word to work in our lives. God wants you to live every day of your life expecting that what he said to you is going to come to pass in your life before you die. That everything that God revealed to you, that what I saw in my heart, I am going to see in my hands before I die. That's how God wants us to live. God wants us. I know. Yes, I'm going to heaven, but God wants me to maximize. God wants you to maximize the purpose and the potential that he placed in us from the foundations of the world. So, yes, today I turned 46 years young and I have a long way to go. There's a whole lot of stuff that God has already revealed to me that I haven't done yet. That hasn't happened yet. So there's a purpose inside of me. There's destiny inside of me. There is uh, uh, God's power inside of me. The grace of God is inside of me. And you know what I want to do? I want to get it out. 
I want to die empty. I want to get out of me everything God placed in me from the foundations of the world. I want to get to the place where I arrive at God's overall expected end for my life so that he can look at me and say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You did what I sent you to the earth to do. And I pray that that's the attitude that you live your life with, that you are, you are living every day focused on him, focused on his word, focused on his purpose. You're not pursuing, you're not chasing your own thing. You're not the captain of your own ship. You're not the king of your own life. No, Jesus is your Lord and you're pursuing him and you just want to be the man or the woman that God called you to be. And you just want to do what he sent you to the earth to do. And that is your singular focus in life. And if it is, you will live an amazing life and you will change lives and God will use you to change the world. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. Say this, declare this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is tied to your word, to my purpose, and the plans you made for me before the world began. I live every day with an expectation of manifestation. Every word you have spoken over me shall come to pass while I'm in the land of the living, I will complete my divine assignment before I die. I will die empty. I will get out of me everything you placed in me before the world began. And I will do it all by your unearned and amazing grace. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Before you leave the screen, make a determination right now, right now, right now that you are going to, to be the man, the woman that God called you to be, that you are going to fulfill your divine assignment, that you are going to live every day with an expectation of manifestation, that you are going to do what God sent you to the earth to, to do before you die so that you can leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. Now, please, before you leave the screen, share this message with someone so it could be a blessing to them if it was a blessing to you. I love you. I thank God for you. Thank you for being part of my life. Thank you for being part of my life's assignment. I've been doing this for 21 years. I, I, I'm so used to this every day. So I love you. I appreciate you. I thank God for you. God bless you.